Welcome to the Traffic Talk Podcast, anti-trafficking discussions for the modern abolitionists. I'm your host, Vern, from the Justice Ministry at Blue Water Mission. We've got a decade of experience fighting the injustice of human trafficking and have ministered to hundreds of victims by just using volunteers in our free time. But we've had outstanding results. We believe that there's a role for you in this fight too. On this podcast, you will hear interviews, stories, and discussions from people on the ground doing the real work. So plug in and get ready to open your heart and mind. And now, the next episode of the Traffic Talk Podcast. Hey, welcome to episode three on Traffic Talk. I'm your host, Vern from Blue Water Missions Justice Ministry. In this holiday season, our hearts turn towards caring for one another more. And you may be thinking about how you can help others, how you could maybe get involved in a nonprofit or figure out just what type of work you wanna do to make a difference in this world. So in this episode, I cover practical tips on how to get involved with a cause, how to follow your calling, look for opportunities and build trust within the organization. While you're listening, I want you to be thinking about this question. What do I feel called to try? How do I get involved? That is the most common question that I hear, both from people here locally, people across the nation and people across the world, is how do I get started in doing something with trafficking? A lot of times the frustration is that people aren't sure how to get their foot in the door. So I wanna try and talk a little bit about that today and help you um, figure out and get a sense of what you can do. So number one question that I would ask you is, do you sense that you were called to get involved? Do you feel that this is a calling? Do you feel this strongly in your heart? Because if it is, that's important. So there's different levels. There is maybe we just think like, oh, this is an awful cause, you know, like this is an awful issue that's happening, human trafficking or, or whatever it is. And you feel like, oh, I would, I don't want this to happen in the world. So how do I do something about it? That's great. Um, there's deeper levels where people feel it really stirring in their gut. They feel like, you know, it's coming up in their mind multiple times a day um, or over the course of several days out of a week. Like it just doesn't go away. It's always coming back up. You know, it may be something that they have felt coming up as a repeated pattern throughout their life. Like maybe over years they felt like it. So asking yourself those kinds of questions of like how deep is this sense? How deep is this calling? Gives you an idea of maybe what depth and what level of involvement you want to get involved with right away. The next question that I would say that you want to ask yourself is um, what do I envision when I think of getting involved? Like, what do you see yourself doing? Do you see yourself um, sharing meals with others? Do you see yourself like teaching or leading something um, like more educational or instructional um, with survivors? Do you see yourself like championing for laws? Do you see yourself... Um, uh, I don't know, doing letter writing campaigns like advocacy and, and um, lobbying and that kind of thing, right? You want to think about like, how is it that you see yourself? Um, is it leading people through an art exercise? Um, 
you know, is it praying and interceding, um, mentoring, meditating, uh, doing fun activities? Like, what is it that you envision yourself doing with others? If you haven't envisioned anything yet, then maybe sit for a couple of seconds, you know, and just, you know, quiet your mind, let kind of the busy thoughts just fade away and think about the issue of trafficking and ask yourself, like, where do I see myself? Where do I see myself playing a role in this? And just not looking at things as good or bad or as, um, well, if you see something, then that definitely means that's what you have to do. But it's more of just like letting the opportunity, letting the visions present themselves to you, you know, like giving um, God an opportunity to speak to you, um, to be quiet, to listen to what is going on and to see what your spirit says, to see um, how um, God is leading you, that kind of thing. So, so do a little exercise around that and then write it down. And it doesn't mean that you have to do those things. It just means that those are options. Those are good ideas for you to pay attention to and see if you see confirmation in it and see if you see a repeating theme. Next question I would say is who or what organizations or uh, what friends of yours, like who's active in your area? Like who can you partner with? Who can you start with? And you may already know of a ministry, um, you know, like our ministry here. If you're, you know, in Honolulu, if you're around us and you're trying to figure out how to get involved in your day-to-day life, you know, kind of thing, or maybe you're in another church, maybe you're located on the mainland in the U.S., maybe you're located somewhere else across the world, but it's just looking into who's active in your area, in your church, in your, um, in your small group, in your book clubs that you're a part of, like, who do you know that's already doing something? I would start there. And then if you don't know anybody personally, then I would start looking at what organizations are helping out uh, vulnerable populations, because that's a good place to get started at and going in and having conversation with them. And this brings us to the next question that you would be asking is what are the opportunity, you know, like what's the opportunities for you to get involved? What do organizations or individuals need help with? And this may be something where you have to ask this question, um, multiple times in order to get an answer. A lot of times organizations that are actually busy doing on the ground work with vulnerable populations, with human trafficking survivors, um, with people struggling out of, you know, coming out of really difficult situations, they are busy. And so it can be hard to get a hold of them. Or maybe when you ask, what do you need? They may not have anything immediately on their mind because they may feel like, you know, I need world peace. And how are you going to do that? You know, like they just, they, their mindset of where they're at at the moment might just be really big. So don't be discouraged if they don't know. You can respond with, you know what, I'll keep you in mind and I'll touch ba- I'll touch back in a few weeks or in a couple of months, whatever it is. If you are a person of faith, then you can say, you know what, I'll just be praying for your organization and I'll be praying for you and I'll reach back in a little while and see if there's any updated prayer requests or updated ways in which I can, um, I can work with you and I can help support, you know, if there's anything I can do to be helpful Um, and giving people some time, like that sort of few weeks that can give them time to actually come up with the ideas and the start to believe, you know, if they're anything like me, you're just overwhelmed in the moment. You might be overwhelmed in the day, 
But then at night, you're realizing when you try and lay down to go to sleep, like, oh, crap, I could use somebody to help me do this or something like that. So just, you know, reach out for opportunities. Don't give up on your first try. Keep reaching out. Don't get discouraged. Um, people doing good work are often very busy. So, um, yeah, just don't get discouraged. Okay. And then the last tip that I want to give you, if you're coming in as a volunteer, if you're looking for where to get involved is I would say, don't overpromise what you can do. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to start off with lots of promises in order to get into an organization. You just need to be able to say that you can do one. It can be a small thing consistently. You know, like that's the biggest thing for busy ministries, busy nonprofits, particularly if they're working with vulnerable populations and human trafficking survivors is we just need consistency. We need to know what we can count on and who we can't count on. So don't overpromise what you can do. Don't say that you're going to come in and, you know, you're going to be able to take, I don't know, I don't know, something dramatic, you know, like you're going to take over shifts at the safe house and you're going to be able to sleep there um, three or four nights a week. And you're going to be helping do all this stuff when it's like you have a full-time job or, you know, you have a family or you're really busy going through some major changes in life. It might not be the right time to just dedicate yourself, um, commit yourself to that level of commitment when you don't know much about the organization or the organization doesn't know much about you, um, that kind of a thing. So that's all I'm saying is don't over promise any organization, any ministry, any nonprofit. We would rather be pleasantly surprised by a person being able to take on more work or to finish something early or to have it done in an extra special, extra special, nice kind of way, something like that, than to, um, get the message that like, Oh, sorry, I'm not going to be able to do that. Or, you know, I didn't show up to that, or I could, I just can't do this commitment anymore. You know, you don't have to be committed forever. Um, but it just sucks when the ball gets dropped at the last minute. And so those are some tips to ask yourself, you know, like, to help you figure out where you want to get involved, how you want to get involved, that kind of a thing. Some ideas and ways in which you can get involved. Um, there can be different things that you can do for organizations just to give you some brainstorm ideas. There might be something of writing sweet holiday cards or sweet messages, you know, depending if you're a faith-based person and if the organization is faith-based, um, you may be able to write out some sort of like... Um, either prophetic or just really nice encouragement to individuals, you know, like, um, like you are beautiful, you are made by God, that kind of a thing. If you are not necessarily working with an organization that is faith-based, you can write other powerful, um, uh, encouraging things to individuals. Uh, you know, if you look up, um, affirmations, you can write those out on cards and survivors can use that. That can be really powerful. Um, if you're an artist, you can be making art that really speaks to survivors. We've had people um, paint or draw little cards and then hand it out to specific individuals as they run into them if there's some sort of um, outreach event. Um, and that's been really powerful. Um, you can do art for nonprofits, for ministries, um, so that their homes or their bedrooms or their offices or centers, whatever it is, is really beautifully decorated and welcoming. 
um, to survivors. Um, you can get involved. There may be outreach events or opportunities. There may be legislative events or campaigns that you can get involved with. There could be letter writing campaigns, um, going out to government officials or agencies or um, to uh, lawmakers and that kind of stuff. You know, you can be pulling together that information. There could be administrative um, options that are available. There could be um, social media um, positions that are available, like helping an organization start their um, Instagram account or staying on top of their Facebook account, you know, um, responding their Facebook page and responding to different um messages and inquiries and making sure that there's interesting and relative content being put out, that kind of a stuff. So, you know, there's mentoring opportunities. There could be um, GED, like tutoring opportunities with survivors. There's all kinds of things, sports activities. Here in Hawaii, you know, we talk a lot about hiking and going to the beach and that sort of outdoor things, but there could be indoor opportunities. There could be I don't know, opportunities to do a yoga class, to interact with animals. I mean, there's just a million things that could be helpful and interesting. Um, skills building, all kinds of things like that. You know, you've got some sort of gift that would be helpful to others. And um, surely there's an organization out there and a way for you to apply it. Um, so I would just encourage you to be thinking about your own gifts, uh, but be thinking about creative and out-of-the-box ways that might be um, a real blessing to individuals that are going through a healing journey or to the leaders of organizations or the employees of certain nonprofits, that kind of stuff that are really doing a lot and getting involved um, in individuals' lives. You may not be able to get in and do direct mentoring, but you may be able to support those that do. Or you may be able to um, support and encourage a safe house, something like that. So anyway, point being, there's a lot of things that you could possibly do. I just ask that you go through those questions to ask yourself. Don't get discouraged when you're reaching out to organizations, but keep going. And lastly, you know, don't overpromise what it is that you can do. If you are looking for ways to get involved and you want more help in brainstorming this, you can get into our free um, resource that we created for everybody. It's called Protecting the Vulnerable. And you can jump into that. It's a mini course. So it's got videos and it's got worksheets to kind of walk you through where you're at, um, whether you're here on the same island as us, you're on a different island, wherever you are in the world. Like how do you start recognizing where the vulnerable people are in your community and how do you connect with organizations that might already be working with them? So there's a lot of great information in there. I encourage you that if you are looking for how to get involved that you jump into that. And like I said, it's totally free and we'll put it in the show notes for this podcast um, on our blog so that you can uh, find that link and easily sign up and get involved and get active. Okay. I hope you guys are having an awesome day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.
hopefully you got some good tips. We got you thinking in a good way in this episode. Now, we didn't talk a lot about how you can specifically get involved with Blue Water Mission and our justice ministry, but I can tell you one easy step for you to do if you want a deeper dive is to grab our free resource on protecting the vulnerable. It's got videos and it's got worksheets to really help you apply this to your life right away. You'll get on our email list too, which makes it really easy to connect with us and let us know that you're interested in getting involved. But maybe more importantly, more exciting, I think we've got crazy cool stuff coming in 2019 that can really launch you into justice work. So I would love for you guys to get on our um, email list, grab that free resource. And then the other thing I want to say, of course, if you're enjoying this podcast, then drop us a review, give us some stars, recommend Traffic Talk to some of your friends, let the world know that we're out there, you know, and if you are listening to us on Anchor, the Anchor app, then you can actually call back in and leave us messages, ask questions, that kind of stuff. And we'd love to hear from you. 